Welcome to the Los Ponies Podcast. I'm hanging out in the post-production studios. And this week, I can tell you, I'm hanging out with the Bad Beat Therapist here. She's kind of telling me that, you know, she's my editor. She, she goes through, through the episode. She puts in the post-production. But something went wrong in the post-production. And uh, we had some uh, audio issues through, I want to say through the first four, four or five races uh, on the Sunday night program. We're analyzing... Sunday's Grade One Golden State Million Futurity card here. Yeah, but uh, we were we're editing the, editing the 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 audio here. We had a little bit of issues. Uh, I'm guessing it's it's kind of a something going on with the microphone. Uh, maybe there's another electronic device causing a little bit of interference. So I'm gonna split up the audio. We're gonna pick it up in race number five. It's still. It's still somewhat savable. I just wanted to get out there so we can get uh, the late pick four at least in the mix of things through the audio. Uh, given that it is the uh, Golden State Juvenile in race number six. Uh, and then that is the start of the late pick four. And then it is going to conclude with the grade one Golden State Million Futurity. So, uh, apologies in advance for the audio. But uh, let's get it out there and we'll be back next week. Hopefully, all the post-production issues are resolved. Enjoy. Five, seven, one. All right, race number five, the middle part of the card here. You can start a mid-card double in race number five. We've got quarter horses and thoroughbreds going 870 yards. Two quarter horses set to go. Teddy Bruski the four, and the six, Gold Cash TV. 870-yard event. Are you finally picking a quarter horse going 870? You know, it's from uh, Stevie B, Flash and Cash's family. Yes. But... <laughs> You know it's an 870, so I just throw the quarter wow. right out. Just like that. I just play against them. I'm going to the five Haynes pal for Jose Flores. You know, third time off the claim here. I think this horse should have carried three wins in a row. Jose Flores claimed it two outs ago for 8,000, and it ran a really nice race here in the daytime at five furlongs. Then it came back, and it ran here at night uh, for an 870 race. You know, was pressed for the lead, cleared, and was just caught by Croissant, who I, I think is a pretty good 870 horse. Mm-hmm. I, I just thought the horse ran too good to lose, so I'm going to fire back from here. Yeah, I'm, I'm not going to pick the quarter, any other quarter horse on top, but I'm going to the other one that makes a lot of sense with three. Sir Valentine for Jack Caraba. Juancho. How about we got Blake Keith, now we got Jake Caraba. Jack Caraba. Yeah. He's looking like a good card here with Sir Valentine. Uh, I just like that effort to start back against. How about, would you look at that? Both of our picks got beat by croissant. Exactly. Right? Yeah. We got a little bit of a common factor going. Uh, and then the connections took this one back across Santa Sanita, uh, pressed the pace, and just made it to six. I like the cut back, coming back to LaSalle. I think Sir Valentine is going to be tough. But I do pick your five for a second there with uh, Jose Flores. Wow, you're picking Jose Flores? I mean, it's been kind of one of those things where it's all in water. You and Jose Flores don't use yeah, we talked about it before. You you and Cheryl, you, yeah, did, we, you just didn't connect. Me and Cheryl could not connect. Flores and I are kind of the same way. There's been plenty of consensuses where I've, yes. I've based it all on Flores where he looked loaded, and then he just let me down, and then I'll, you know, so I'll play against him the next one, and uh, he'll just come up and beat me. He did it in his last consensus, too, um, with, uh, with the fastest qualifier yes. there in the last race. Um, favorite motion. Yeah. I just lugged in and beat me there, so... Yeah, uh, I've kind of learned from Hot Bob. I think that was I the mean, turning point for me. I used to never pick Flores in turn races, but Hot Bob was a tipping I, point. I think Hot Bob might take the cake for the most repeat block block of the night feature horse winner. 
maybe I think he rattled off three or four wins. Uh, a few of them, I, I want to say one or two of them, I did not pick them because, you know, my theory. And my lock of the night, I want to give out someone that's not the more theory. Yeah. But I think Kyle Bob has rattled four wins and a second and five starts for, for uh, Jose Flores or something like that. Um, I'm just that. I think they're a good claim. I don't know if he's going to Now, I wanted to claim him after his first start where he, uh, he kind of finished well. Yeah. We, we thought it would be the same thing. Yeah. Uh, we always say second time in Los Al. Yeah, or maybe it's like this. Uh, yeah, I can't. I can't remember. Maybe I it's like the thirty-two hundred dollar yeah. level uh-huh. or something. But yeah, you know, we didn't get him. We didn't go to claim him, and and now he's just risen up, and he's he's one of the top the, eight seventy four. Does your dad listen to your opinion when when you're thinking about claiming a horse? Not really. <laughs> He'll tell me to look for something, keep your eyes open. So I'll, I'll tell him a pick, and just never does it. I told him I finally got him to claim. Towards the lights. Former lock of the night yes. who, who beat Monty, yeah. uh, Keith Craig Mall horse. So I told him, oh, this is going to be a good 870 horse. So he claimed for 8000 Last week, he's in a six furlong race at Santa Anita. Hey. I said, this would be a good 870 horse, hey. not a good six furlong horse. Hey, I support Papa Craig out here. You, you got to dream high. You got you got to shoot for the stars. So I'm not so sure where, where this uh, where this criticism is coming. Hey, hey Chuck, <laughs> hey, I need a percentage of that. Of that, uh, whatever was whatever Curtis was getting, I need a percentage of that yeah. as well. All right, so right, recap I'll go three, five, six, five, three, two. All right, race number six, the Golden State Juvenile. And the Juvenile usually would be a race that would anchor the, the late, the early pick four, kind of the fourth, the fourth and final leg. Mm-hmm. But tonight, it's beginning the late pick four. It's going to be a very good pick four here on Sunday night. Yeah, you definitely have uh, some good value in here. This is where I think. Uh, you can get a price. These are kind of horses that uh, maybe ran too good on trial night, and here they are back in the, in the juvenile race, and some horses that had some trouble. And uh, you got my dad claim, uh, uh, you, playing you twenty thousand. You got to tell me the inside. You got an inside scoop here because look, top to bottom, we know the juvenile usually horses that didn't make it into the big dance, uh-huh. right? So I see the one, Futurity Trump, the two, Futurity Trump, three, four, and five, Futurity Trump, seven, eight, and nine, Futurity Trump. So Mura is coming out of a claim. How did Dad get this horse into this race? I'm guessing there just wasn't enough horses to run back here, and, and they invited him. I mean, you don't th- have this, an is, this is my partnership yeah, that you... I usually go to the sale uh-huh. with and get horses, but they decided this year they were going to claim them. And I didn't even know. One night I just get the call, Chuck Teresa <laughs> and C.W. Davidson et al. is claiming the six tomorrow. I said, okay, that was pretty interesting. Yeah. First race. Just throws this horse into the fire, so he hey. either thinks the world of this horse, or he just wanted to get a start and see he's, see yeah, what he's made of. Dreaming big, dreaming big. I don't play. I don't play Chuck here in this spot, but I mean, to get into this race, there's, there's got to be some force. I, yeah, I, I don't know. I, we'll we'll see. And it, usually we get a field of ten. It's only a field of nine. So I'm guessing there was no other horses to play. So he's like, can I get into this race? Yeah, well, without the six tomorrow, I mean, it's going to be a, an eight horse field. Yeah. So I'm, I'm guessing, you know. They just let him, allowed him to enter here. I'm interested to see. You know, it's a kitty up, so uh, I'm a, you know interested to see this horse go 400 yards. It's only been racing, you know, one time at, at 350. The other uh, five stars have been at the 300 yard distance. So, you know, maybe he just thinks this thing is a 400 yard beast. Right. But look, Tamura did. Tamura did finish well last time out to to get the job done just by a nose in 50, 59. It was a good clocking. So we'll see how Tamura does in this spot. Uh, so I'm looking forward to, to starting the late pick four with uh, with the Golden State Juvenile here. 
in race number six. And, you know, more than favorite is going to be seduction based on that, off that win last time out. But Curtis? Uh -huh. Oh, no. Lock of the night. Lock to start the off night. the late pick oh, four? this is it. Right off the bat. Lock of the night. Just motions on the outside for me. Jose Flores, Chris Mendes. I really like that effort last time out. It didn't break all that well. But finished with good energy to finish second behind Platinum Row on that night. So just motions on the outside. I think this one could be good. Five to one, the lock of the night for me. Yeah, I agree with you here. I'm gonna go. Uh, I'm gonna hop on another Jose Let's Flores here. Uh, I like the draw on the outside. And what you said didn't have uh, that good of a start, but I thought finished out really nicely for second. But that's the rest of the field. The flash and roll. Uh, I, I think very highly of the two previous starts there. Hop slightly at the start. Pinball break. But if you go four back there, broke the maiden nicely, 1560. I think all we want is a clean start. For this whole yeah, I, that's that's all I hope for here. And uh, we agreed that the main thread is going to be a fellow podcast listener source here talking about Monte Arosa and Seduction. Yeah, that's the horse that scares me. I have him for second. Yeah, uh, we both agreed on that. Uh, the first out finished well to Arminius, who uh, you know, I believe was a good runner for Patty P. Yes, and uh, a horse. That looked good from the works and was a good finishing horse itself. So was making up ground there. So it comes back and then that trial race. That's the race where we had, I believe, five yeah, horses, four or five, four, four gate, or right? five horses break through the gate and included Chocolatito, Waver Down. You know, some really highly regarded runners, and that kind of you know, paved the way for Seduction to just you know break nicely and uh, handle business and went strong throughout there. Yeah. So uh, Seduction there, I'm going to have him for second. Uh, are we going to agree on the third horse? I'll let you go first. I don't know. We might agree, company. Uh, I don't know. I'm going to go to the eight, Jimbo Secret. Okay, we do not. We don't. Oh, agree. Okay, so I've, I've liked Jimbo Secret uh, ever since the works. Uh, I thought the horse uh, could really finish in the 400 yard distance would suit it. You know, came right out of the gates there and won its first two starts, you know, finishing strong. Then went to the fraternity trials and just couldn't handle the tougher rivals here. So I don't think this horse is in the upper echelon, but. I think can fit nicely in the juvenile. Uh, what I really like is this horse finally gets off the inside. It's raced twice in the one hole, well, once in the two hole, once in the three hole. Finally gets towards the outside portion of the track. So we'll see if he likes it out there. You know who's a trainer that can pop out of price? It is Romero. He, he can be yep. sneaky. He popped in at a price on Saturday night Yep. to cause a carryover in the pick six, correct? Yeah. Yeah, he did. Uh, Razzle Dazzle. Razzle Dazzle. And then Friday he had Kiss in Air, uh, one really nicely yeah. so hopefully he's heating up yeah so you're going to the eight i'm going to the other runner that i think the other eight to one shot in this spot the two horse being farmhand uh this is a there's a horse that we know can fit yes but has trouble getting out of the gate uh if you see his his two wins were from the inside post and the outside post that means he had room to work with and get into that stride he's going to draw the two posts tonight but if he if he breaks he can really get going he just needs a little bit of a, of a running pass. So I'm picking the two for third. He's kind of turning into that Yankee type of horse. We know there's ability. Yeah. We know he can finish, but he needs to get out of here. Yeah, I had him on trial night, and he was just one of my many horses that didn't break <laughs> that night. I, same reasoning. Uh, just get a clean start, and hopefully we can see him come rolling. I think that's kind of a, a, a trait you see at a Don and Peggy Boyle's horses. Yeah. They usually have yeah. slow, slow starters that really finish, but... Yeah, it's all about the uh, the break for this horse. I'm getting kind of hungry. Are you gonna pay up some pizza bets? I will be paying tomorrow night. Wow. There will be Papa Pilos on hand, and then uh, I'm guessing 
Uh, maybe for Super Derby Finals. Professor Z, I can see him through the, through the reflection. He's got a big smile on his face. Big smile for Professor Z. I, I, you know, I thought he would come on, seeing as he is doing nothing right now. He would come on the podcast finally. <laughs> I, I want to get him on so he could do his gloating and get it out of the way. Hey, are you st- are you still talking about that that conspiracy theory? <laughs> I mean, is, is there still conspiracy going on here? Oh, they're just wait for the next one. We'll have more conspiracy theories. All right, the so I'm looking forward to some Papa Pilo's pizza here on Sunday on the Prime. Recap: We're going to say juvenile. I'll go nine, three, and two. Nine, three, eight. All right, race number seven here. The start of the final pick three of the night. We got quarter horses pulling three hundred yards for a conditional claiming tag of sixteen thousand dollars. A field of six set to post. Are you going to try to beat your? No, I'm going to go with the with the horses coming out and, and dropping down to the claiming ranks. Uh, I like the three Yofi for Matt Fails here, Martha Wells, Gaska. You know, pretty much a deadly combination. You know, has been running in tougher races and has been right there early every time. Yeah. And so I think the cutback in 300 yards uh, is going to be perfect for this horse. You know, lugged in early last time in the fraternity trial against Arizona favorite. I, I thought, you know, probably should have won that night. Just uh, just couldn't find that needle leg kick. So hopefully just dropping in class and a little class route gets it done. And Yelpy there, dropping in for attack for the first time. Do you think there's going to be attack? Do you think somebody will claim? I think there'll, there'll probably be some, some claims in here. Right. I, I think probably. Uh, Why do you tell your dad to claim this one? If I told him to claim it, he, he would have claimed somebody else. He would have claimed the, the two or the four or somebody else. So. There. I just can't. I can't. I can't play against her. I, she just looks too tough there in this pocket punch up. Ah, oh, that pick three in the California three defenders. Oh, I had her for a pick three. She was playing nice too. She looked like a winner, twenty-one to one. Here comes a sixty to one shot. Red Hawk Cartel, the other Matt Bells, to upset that yep. that race. There. You think you do your job there to get a twenty-one to one shot? Right. Just another one pops just up another, the beach. Same, same connection. Yeah, I'm not gonna jump off the train. I think she's the best horse in this field. The main threat, though, I do think is looking quick. I don't remember. I'm pretty sure I picked this one, but I don't know if this one was a lock of the night last time out. But I did like her. I did like him last time out, finishing fourth there at 2-1. to one. Behind Tamura. There we go. We full circle. Yep. Tamura there would win that night. But uh, I like that this horse is, was fresh uh, off the claim for Danny Rodriguez. Now gets a yellow. Second time off the layoff. Gets a class drop. I think the one is a main threat to the three. Yofi. And then for third, I'll go to the four. One cool winner here for Elena Andrana. Elena Andrade, a young yaki. Oscar Andrade Jr. here getting the mount. I think this horse could, could improve with the class drop or for attack for the first time. There's good gate speed in the, in the starts two, three, and four starts back to this one. So I'll go three, one, and four here in race seven. Yeah, a little different order. I went uh, three, four, one. Let's have uh, old Oscar Andrade get up here. Find the... Uh, Ran a third in the 100-yard dash yes. uh, on Saturday night. Uh, so hopefully we can uh, get his first one here dropping from the fraternity trials uh, against Esteline uh, into the $16,000 claiming ranks. Uh, I'm just going to go right back to the maiden win where it broke strong with 1564. And then after that, had to face Jimbo Secret, uh, just flashy, bail check, pretty fancy dude. Yeah. Uh, a lot of heavy hitters there and just get some class relief tonight. And then for the third spot, I'm going to go to the one looking quick. I thought probably should have won last time. He yeah. finished well, had the outside post. Uh, was stepping up from 8,000 to 20,000, but let's see if Yannick can get this one to go forward uh, another step, second time off the claim. So, yeah, I'm right there with you. I'm going to go three, four, one. Oh, we agree. Nothing nothing really 
out of out of the line there. Race a lot of races we agree on. It could be a good night to play that pick six. Shout out to a fellow podcast listener, Lumpy, Lumpy and Lights. Lumpy and Lights, the the, the deadly combo. As I sip from my seat to sip mug yeah, here, uh, a fixture in the low South press box. All right, I've I've got a little bit of a, of a conspiracy here. All right. Go ahead. So Go ahead. I, did I hear? Did I hear this right? That Professor D was trying to put that on the line as well, in addition to the belt. Yeah, he's now seeing how much this uh this mug is you know, how high of importance I, yeah. I I have. So he was wanting to trade the belt for the mug. Really? I think he just he wants to go for my heart. He, he wants does. to go for the heart he and does. soul. It's like the Undertaker's urn. I can't get rid of this thing. He was so happy when when he found out he lost two bags and he won two Oh, he just uh, preys upon other people's misery. That's the kind of person he is. I walked in here and like the rocket music was playing. Like he was feeling like a champion. Yeah, did he look like he was 20 years old again, jumping around, doing jumping jacks? And, uh, I could see him running stairs. But, yeah, let, let's just move on. Yeah, let, let's move on here. That's Curtis. There's two races left. You know what time it is. The late daily double. And I hear that not only is this the start of the late double, lock of the night? That's right. We're going to go right to the two unlimited for the lock of the night. Of course, we've watched over in Remington, you know, just had a, a monster debut there. In the Heritage Place Maturity Trial, and they came back in the final there. The Heritage Place uh, Maturity had to go up against stablemate Sunnyside yes. and Wolfkatie on fire. You know, two really good horses, and just had trouble out of the gate. Got bumped both sides at the start, and, and finished a respectable third here. Yeah, I haven't seen the works. That there's no video available on it, but yeah. you know, did work 12-3 uh, twice here, uh, once on October 2nd and once on October 17th. So Jaime's had this horse. You know, for long enough, I think, uh, to be able to get familiar with him. Has his main man, Jose Nicasio, aboard, and uh, I just look for a strong effort. Here. And when Jaime takes over for a horse, especially not a state trooper, gives him enough time. When he brings them out, you know they're ready to, to go. Exactly. Uh, uh, this one is paid into the two million maturity cross, so I'm thinking they're, they want to figure out what they got. Mm-hmm. And give them a, a fresh thing off the layoff, especially, and get them sharp for the trials later on this year. So, Jaime Gomez, Unlimited, I agree with your lock of the night. So, we got. We got Excellent. two locks of the night that we both agree. Perfect. Two singles right there. Two singles that's in the pick six. That's all you need. That's it. That's Especially it. with a huge carryover exactly. like that. Exactly. We got 19,000 in the carryover. I think we can get 50 to 60, right? I think so, yeah, yeah. definitely. I think that's that's right where the ballpark will be. Mystery Lover is going to be my main threat to the other one. So I'm, I'm looking for the stable. That could be the main threat. I don't know if this horse is entered to my, kind of make the race go. Uh, but, mm-hmm. you know, the one looks like a legitimate threat for Jaime Gomez. One last time out in 1568, a finalist in the Rainbow Futurity uh, there. Got troubled and finished a well-beating 10th, but it's already a finalist to a big one. So My Mystery Lover looks to be the main threat for me in my eyes. Yeah, I like uh, My Mystery Lover there uh, for third. I'm going to go to the four fast track required. I, I know this was a horse that you liked uh, two outs back yeah. when, when it finished nicely there. Then it goes into the fraternity trials there against just Macho Corona, powerful favorite Wickham there. You know, we thought possibly it had a chance. It yeah. did get bet a little for uh, going against a monster field for like sure. that, but, you know, just weakened, didn't really fire. So I'm just going to draw a line through that. Cuts back from 400 to the uh, 330 yard distance. So I think that'll be to its liking. So I like fast track for five there for second. Then for third, my mystery lover. Uh, all the points you talked about there already qualified for the Randall fraternity. Uh, one at first asking, you know, low sell. Uh, one thing, uh, I'm a little scared that this horse is drawn inside of the two yeah. unlimited. Uh, that's the only thing, but I expect a big effort out of this one as well. 
Yeah, so we agree. A little bit flip-flop in second and third. I like 2-1-4. I like 2-4-1. But we talked about Bobby Cox, a homebred here, limited to it. Now with that new sire, we put up a pretty penny. I'm, I'm still itching to find out who was the underbid. I want to go back. I want to see if I can find out that information. Yeah, I mean, there's probably uh, some big heavy hitters here in the industry that would like to get a hold of a, a sire like Moon and the Eagle. I believe it's six years old. Yes. And uh, I've seen. I've only seen a couple of the babies. There, uh, a few of them in the uh, Los Al Equine sale. But uh, we'll just have to see is if you can that, produce. Is that from the family of the late great uh, Yes, I believe so. Yes, right. Yeah. yeah. All right. So we'll, we'll wait to see. But uh, Bobby Cox looking to unleash here unlimited first time at Los Al. Race number nine, the featured event, the Grade One Golden State Millie Security Field of Ten. Fastest qualifier and more than favorite is going to be favorite moon there for Jose Flores. Are you jumping back on Jose Flores here, or are you looking somewhere else? Here's where we part ways again. Oh, Here's wow. where I come to my senses. <laughs> I'm going to go to the floor, flash and roll. Okay. Uh, a horse that I've loved all year long. Yes, ever, you have. Ever since even before uh, the first trial there at Rio Doso, this horse uh, put up the fastest training time there and the training races that you can go and watch there at Rio Doso. You know, qualified as a fraternity. And that's the only loss that it's had on its record. You know, just had trouble at the start, uh, ramp seven. So just draw a line through that one, and you have an undefeated horse here. I didn't like the, the gate work there. I guess they pulled up the fence. This, how do we jump off this one last time? Uh, we just based it purely off that gate work. It was. That, that gate work, I just threw but, it up. If that gate work was not there, or like we, we didn't see it, I mean, we, we would have been all over the place. And it was a 12 10. Yeah. Which makes it even uh, worse looking yeah. back, but then uh, I go and read uh, Professor G's story, and, and uh, was about Monty Arosa yeah. and Justin Joyner talking. Uh, Monty was going to work a political fence uh, solo, yeah. And Justin Joyner's like, oh, you know, can I work with you? I, my feel is pretty good, yeah. And, uh, and he's like, yeah, no problem. And they go, and Justin's like, yeah, yeah, we just we don't work them that fast. So uh, apparently, twelve tens <laughs> not that fast, and, and uh, they just didn't push him. But I got off the horse. I shouldn't have. You could have got better than even money on last year. I know. Thought. I was on the other one, the especially Trace yeah, PYC, uh, Paul Jones' horse, who worked like a monster. Of course, that one didn't break, and, and uh, it was all downhill on consensus. <laughs> after that. It was. But I'm back on flash and roll. I, I just thought it was a monster effort, a quick breaker that can finish, definitely can handle the 400 yard distance. It should be tough to get them. You know what look, looks good on paper, too? That two length width margin. Yes. Do you think because of that two length width margin, you're not going to get four to one? I think it'll be uh, definitely bet down. Right. Um, I know Scotty likes the horse. Scotty, uh, yeah. I heard uh, he might possibly go all in on yeah, this horse. That, so that scares me. I, I can't uh, hit the pick six alone <laughs> no, uh, if this horse wins. I'll have to share it with Scotty. But, um, yeah, you definitely don't see many horses at Los Al winning by, by over uh, two lengths. Yeah, uh, so you know, that's just uh, something you don't see. Uh, a really good win is probably a length, and to see two is really something. Yeah, so that that's going to be a good horse there to have. I'm going to the seven horse favorite motion. I'm I'm sticking with Jose Flores here. Okay. I, I, I was you know I was really impressed. You know I picked this horse on trial nights. Shout out to George. He also he made this one to lock in the night that night. Yes. Got the job done. But I, I, I really liked him that night as well. Um, we built a very strong pace for that trouble debut. Trouble second time out, even last time out. Uh, but we loved the debut in 1548. We made an excuse, then really fired last time out. And visually. He didn't look like he was working that hard. I was like, what are you doing? Ask him more. You know, watching the race. Yeah. I was like, Cruz, you got to get to it. You want to make sure you qualify. Well, not only did he qualify, he posted the, fin the fastest final time here 
for the final. And he did it on the final trial of the night as well. So yes. I was very impressed with Favor Moon. If he breaks again, I think he's going to be the force to beat. So I'm picking the seven on top. I'm picking Flash and Roll for second uh, based on that good local debut there. And I'm going to the one just match of Corona for third for Paul Jones and Cody Jensen. Of course, that, you know, given given who he beat, he beat a very good trial. That might have been the most stacked finals, most stacked trial of the Definitely. night, right? Yeah, that, that was a tough one. Uh, I mean, when you get all these horses, and then, of course, they come back, they're all drawn next to Yes, other. I know, that makes but it here, even But uh, here, it was a fast track required we were, we were talking about. Yeah. Uh, I think that horse was in another trial. You wouldn't have gotten 9-1 on that horse. No. I think that horse would have been 3-1 uh, or lower, probably. Yeah. So, yeah, definitely uh, one of the, probably the hardest trial. And, and the only reason why I picked him on top ahead of Wicked Affair is because we know we know he can handle the rail. He did it two starts back. He won nicely. And then he won nicely last time out as well. Turning the tables on powerful favorite and wicked affair. So I'll go seven four one here in the final. Yeah, I went uh, four, and then the second spot, the hard knocking uh, horse here, wicked affair. Yes, who's been in the, the big dances, just broke slow last time, but really came running against just Macho Corona. To get up for third favorite. was just a good feat. Yeah, I mean, I was, she was really rolling late, and then to qualify after a start like that uh, was just really impressive. So I think if this horse can just you know, outbreak the one and three should probably, uh, I'm assuming, beat him. But I, you, know, you never know after that start. You know, might be uh, going going backwards at the gate. And she was the bubble, right? She was the 10 fastest qualifier. Yeah, I, I mean, you have the horse that was almost looking at possibly going for the Bonanza. Correct. After, but uh, Waver Down beats her there in the Edinburgh. But just looked like the best two-year-old here. Uh, I mean, have to sweat out after a, a start. I mean, that was probably a consensus pick yeah. for everything, yeah. was it? Yeah, and, I think it was, yeah. And just Actually, really had to sweat the whole no. thing. No. I'll take the title back. I picked this much. Oh, that's title. right. Yeah, you're I right. Did. You're right. Yeah. So, I mean, I, everybody thought Wicked Affair and some of these horses would qualify. Yes. But here it pulls in three, which is uh, really unlikely to happen on a trial night. Usually some horses have trouble, which Wicked Affair did have, but really was rolling late. So I'm going to go with her in the second spot. Then I'm going to go to the horse you already mentioned that you have on top here. Uh, or did you have favorite motion on top? I did, yeah. Okay, favorite yeah. Motion. So favorite motion there. You know, probably should be three for three. Yeah. Uh, just had that horrible start, uh, two back, and just lacked room, but could have done a lot better than that. Came back in the charity trial. From the outside, was lugging in the whole way, and just looked really impressive. I'm just going to try and beat the fastest qualifier. Look, into the backers of Wicked Affair earlier in the year. If I, were to, if I were to tell you that you could get Wicked Affair at 4-1 to one back in May or June, I mean, you would love 4-1 to one on Wicked Affair. Exactly. Four. That's how good, uh, you know, some of these horses have developed as well. So uh, I could see 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 7, and even the 8 Pekinos and Rhea, who looked like a star in the making. Yep. And just bolted out of the gate from the outside. We, we talked about how the, the outside pose was going to be tricky, and she kind of bolted out. And that cost her without... without for sure, that cost her the, the trial there yes. last time out. So that's a course that we still don't know how good she can be. Yeah, I think that Tequila Singer is definitely my long shot. Uh, just got lost out there on the outside, but you know has looked like it, it has a ton of talent from the works, then to the debut, uh, won by a length and three quarters. I was right there early with a political fence, but just got you know a little lost out there. But you get Caesar de Alba aboard, you know, one of the best money riders we have, and uh, he's on the comeback trail here. Uh, 10 to 1 is a pretty good price. 
talking about Monty, I'm just like, one and I feel like that's scared of that one. Yeah, that's another one. Um, I, we already talked about uh, horses that kind of run their race. Yeah, yeah they're, they're not going to shock you and, and no. put up huge effort. But uh, Apolitical Pence and Alley Bay Moose, I think, are two horses like that where you know they get out of you know they get out there on the lead, and uh, it's your job to pass them. Yes, you know they're not going to make too many mistakes, uh, and so uh, having a lot of these horses uh, down along the inside, if anything should happen to all these fast horses, you know, some bumping down there. You know, there might be clear sailing like a political pens had there when Tequila Sangria lugged out, or Alley Bay Poos here on the outside. You know, just might get out there on on her own and get brave. It's gonna be a tough final there, so I'll go seven four one. Four two seven. Who's your super effective horse? Who's the fourth? Uh, I'm gonna go Tequila Sangria. Oh, we agree there. Yeah, that's gonna be uh, that one. But yeah, like we talked about it, I think a political pens, you know, should be there early. Uh, be right there. Um, yeah, I, I think uh, definitely those two. All right, so, so those are the ones I would, I would key in. We'll see. We'll see what we can do there with the favorite motion and flash and roll. And they both say for the futurity. Professor G, give us a pick for the futurity. Ooh, favorite motion. Another one on Another favorite one. motion. Yeah, you think George is, is sticking with favorite motion? You know, I'm not sure. I haven't even talked to him uh, about it at all. Uh, maybe not since he's drawn uh, between yeah. this time. And I know he tends to go against the fastest qualifiers yeah. in the finals. I think uh, he plays that angle. And, you know, there might be, like you said, 4-1 to one on Wicked Affair, 4-1 to one on Flash and Roll. You know, powerful favorite. Uh, we haven't even talked about uh, that one, really. Shout out to Mr. Lotale. When he did a podcast with us, you could tell he was hurting, picking against Alfred. That's like his baby. He yeah. was, like, so hyped up earlier in the year for Power of Favorite. Yeah, ever since the uh, the sale, uh, he was just like, oh, this horse looks like a monster. Yeah. Yeah, if he had the money, he definitely would have bought it. Yeah, so if I were for you there, uh, already a two-time futurity qualifier, actually a futurity winner. But he's a horse that needs a clear path. He, he's not the quickest out of the game, yeah. but he's talented as well. Yeah, I, I just wasn't too thrilled about the way he finished last time. I thought the way he was in close to just Monto Corona. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought with all the hype and after winning the Governor's Cup maturity, you know, finally the light bulb came on that you know this horse would finally become the monster we thought he was. And that just couldn't go by this Macho Corona and Wicked Affair was gaining on him, so that's why I'm against him. All right, so recap, I'll go seven four one here in the maturity. And four two seven. All right, guys, that is the show for Sunday night's program. Anything else for the after show? I think that's it. Um so are you guaranteeing the belt will be back in your corner? I mean, I have to. I don't play to lose. What? When, what's the longest streak someone has had the belt? Has it been two? Has it been three? Has it been four? One time, I went. I only lost one consensus. Really? So I almost had it the entire year. Really? He has a knack for winning, uh, Professor G. Professor G has a knack for winning the ones where there's a big break. So, like, of course... You know, he'll usually win the two million. Yeah. That way he, he wins a couple. But it, the bell stays there for so long until the next maturity that it looks like he's held it the whole year. All right. So looking forward to, to who gets the belt. I'm looking forward to Papa Pila Pizza tomorrow. Oh, he, uh, we're getting the note. Uh, he wanted you to bring up Accelerate and Arrogant. Yes, that's that's something I wanted to shout out. Uh, did you know that Accelerate and Arrogant both debuted at Sierra Los Alamos? In the same race, and they both went on to win the Bridge Cup. What about the other one? Westbrook? Yeah. 
I mean, I, we're trying to find out where Westbrook. <laughs> Westbrook was the winner of that. Nobody maiden, can find no. Him? Westbrook was the winner of that maiden event where Arrogate finished third. I want to say, and Accelerate finished yes. second. Uh, and you know, we know how good Accelerate and, and Arrogate uh, ended up being. Uh, but I don't think that's ever happened before in history. I mean, think about it. Two horses debuted in the same race. They both get beat, but they own, they both end up end up being greatest of classic. Yeah, you're talking about two horses going on to make history, and they meet right there together, and right here in the daytime oval. Yes, uh-huh. uh, I think that builds a lot of credibility uh, for Los Al. You know, we've had a lot of future stars uh, go on and, and run big races. I think it's a testament to our track. But yeah, that's that's definitely something to have two horses uh, destined for greatness hooking up like that, and both losing. Everybody's going out and trying to find where Westbrook is. Right? <laughs> I think that was that was a horse owned in partnership by. Uh, Little Red Feather. Because I think that, you know how they were naming horses uh, for like popular. Oh, okay. So they, think, they named it after Russell yeah. Westbrook? I think, uh, I'm yeah, assuming. Yeah. Do they own Kershaw as well? The horse? I don't know. Shout out to Kershaw. He decided to stay three more years. Uh, I'm glad for that. Right? Uh, it, it I, needs, I am glad. It, wanted, it just needs to be, it's like they're meant together. Dodgers is Kershaw, Kershaw is Dodgers. Yeah. I'm, I like guys that stick with, with one team. That's why I like. Uh, that's why I like uh, Russell Westbrook so much. I like how hard he plays yeah. and uh, that he's sticking with Oklahoma, even though they abandoned him. But yeah, I'm all for Kershaw staying there, even though I'm a, I'm a Kershaw hater. Yeah, I mean, it was just something that needed to be happened. Uh, we got some breaking news. Breaking news coming from the desk here. Breaking news just came in via Professor D. Westbrook. Last race at Santa Anita in 2017. February, so I'm thinking we're not going to see him back. No, right? uh, the, after uh, a fifth place effort no. there, uh, he, he wasn't on the same no. same path of greatness as Accelerate and Arrogant. There. They can always claim that he beat two future classic winners. That's on his resume. It reminds me, of, you know, I don't really watch Thoroughbreds uh, too much, but who did Om beat? Oh, that is right. Uh, who who did he beat oh. in his debut? And it just just held over that horse's yes, head the rest yes. of the time. Like People the, would just always like, say how much of a disappointment he was. Yeah, because Ohm would be like not running up to standards. But yeah, yeah he's one of those horses that it's kind of, it's it's tough to live up to the hype, right? Yeah, uh, especially in the thoroughbred world uh, where you can kind of space horses out yeah. and, and then finally once they meet, then all the buzz dies down and, and only a few can come out of it. But up until then, you know, you just have all these monsters across the nation. So it's tough to live up to the hype. So, all right, that's the show for you guys. Looking forward to the next few weeks. We got, like we mentioned, still got Griffin. We got champion of champions. We got the Bank of America championships. Yes. Uh, two million. I mean, there's the next two months are going to be rapid fire. Yeah, I'm excited about the uh, the challenge coming here. Yeah. Uh, with the NHC, yeah. uh, you know, any of you uh, people that have wanted to play tournaments, but yeah. you're not really thoroughbred people, here's your chance uh, if you're in the quarter horse world. Uh, but I'm excited to see uh, who could possibly come out. Um, I heard Rare Ed is back, uh, a former uh, 870 Distance Challenge champion winner. Was uh, he was he the one that is he the one that got claimed for Turbot and then won? Uh, I, was I it believe Goosey? so. Yeah, Goosey was, was definitely the, the one. Was He's, he the one that gave the like stood up at the wire, gave the whip to the camera? I think that was Goosey's biggest one of his career. Yeah, he was uh, he was waving the whip. That that was a huge moment. Uh, Right here at Los Al a couple years ago. I guess he won some big Arabian Stakes too as well. Oh, okay. Yeah. But, I mean. Definitely in the quarter horse. Yeah, in the quarter horse world. I think that was the biggest yeah. one. 
And at one point, Gusen was writing orders consistently as well. Yeah, I, gosh, uh, I remember in the marathon, I want to say, he was, running, he was running a few, and I can't, can't think of it right now, but yeah, he was, he was doing good for a while. I mean, Goosey was the man. Yeah, he was. Uh, until he, he's had some injuries, and that's why he's been out of been out of action for a while. But you know, he was he was the Juan Sanchez. He was you know Cheryl Vinny. He, he he was the go to guy that could get horses on the front. All right, so that's the show. Looking forward to the next few months here in LaSalle. Thank you for listening to the podcast, and I want to see that belt on this side. I, yeah. I don't want too much the belt sitting too much in one spot. He doesn't even take care of it. It gets all <laughs> dusty over in his corner. It's, it's propped up on our refrigerator. I have it where if you were if you came to Los Al, you could see, see it displayed it. in okay. the window. All right. Well, all right, guys. So that's the show. So we'll see you guys next week. All right. Bye, everybody.